Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. We are live. This is the pre-E3 news wrap-up kind of combination show. Uh, We try to do uh, our show on Tuesdays, but this week is huge. This week is the biggest week in gaming for all of us. So we wanted to make sure we were live. Uh, We gave you the quickest news that we could. Uh, There's a lot of news that happened before E3, mixture of leaks and just things that people were releasing beforehand. I to kind of get the jump on everything. Um, Once E3 actually kicks off proper, it's going to get really, really, uh, you know, busy with news. So some people started releasing stuff early. Uh, We got some of that. We got some regular news as well. It's really interesting stuff. So, uh, start off uh, like we do every every week. Uh, Major Nelson announced some backwards compatible games, um, like he does on Twitter. Nothing huge official. Twitter's as official as we get. So we got uh, Aqua, uh, which is a like a sea strategy game. I didn't play. Um, Anomaly Warzone Earth, another tower defense, or they call it tower offense game. Uh, Lazy Riders, which um, looked like a... Oh, sorry, Lazy Raiders. <laughs> We're live! Uh, it's a platforming kind of thing. It's kind of like Spelunky from what I've seen of it. Uh, I haven't played it yet either. A lot of these I haven't played. Uh, Foul Play. Uh, Monopoly Plus, so you know that's good. And, and Sega Bass Fishing. Uh, all now backwards compatible, so if you have been wanting to, pl- to play uh, some, you know, do some bass fishing and you haven't been able to recently because you don't have an Xbox 360 anymore, good luck. Uh, you're in luck. Uh, you can actually play it now uh, on your Xbox One. I don't know how many people actually are doing that, but uh, I know there's a market for it somewhere. So. Huh. Uh, let's see, do we have <laughs> Year Made, that's right. Uh, cool, so it looks like a couple people can hear. Huh. Uh, most people can hear. So if you're having trouble hearing me, refresh, and uh, hopefully that'll get better. Okay, so uh, Persona 5. It's uh, our first uh, bit of news, and... Uh, things that happen. I can play things. I can play things live for you. <laughs> Persona 5 is coming to the West, and it is uh, coming to the West uh, February 14th, uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. I know a lot of people are really excited about that. Um, again, I haven't gotten really into this series. I know a lot of people are, but I think it's perfectly timed with the relationships and everything else that are that are in the game. Uh, another kind of interesting thing about this is they're going to be doing a uh, live stream event that's going to take place June 15th. Um, I, I'm assuming that's, you know, just to get more buzz in for this game. It looks amazing, though. I love the style. Um, I absolutely... This is actually going to be the first Persona game that I check out. I don't know if you guys will, but uh, it looks really cool. I mean, the animation is amazing, and the uh, gameplay mechanics are supposed to be just phenomenal. So hopefully that's really good. And I hope you guys like that uh, interjecting of a video in there, because that's fun. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Injustice 2 uh, leaked. Uh, I don't know if this was supposed to be... Like an official announcement at E3, but it leaked, and then they decided, well, you know what, we're going to do, we're just going to go ahead and give it to you anyways. Uh, some interesting things about the uh, Injustice 
about Injustice. Uh, so if you guys played the first Injustice game, it's a really good, uh, you know, really great fighter in the DC universe. Um, interesting, uh, uh, in my opinion, one of probably one of the better fighting games, more interesting fighting games to come out in a long time. Uh, that's not rehashing the old, um, you know, mechanics of. Sorry, the old mechanics of like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and all that. Really interesting integrating the powers of these superheroes as well as uh, as uh, fighting and balance. The interesting thing with this is that Injustice 2 is going to bring along loot. It's going to bring along an RPG kind of mechanic. Uh, so you'll be able to gear your character up the way that you want, spec your character the way that you want, which can be really, really cool. Uh, but it's also um, could cause some balance issues. Any fighting game, you have to make sure there, there's a really good balance between all of your characters and make sure that you don't have any character that's just going to completely take over and wreck it, like Aquaman here, who will completely wreck this game. Uh, it's interesting, and to me, it may be one of the... Uh, I think it may break the game if they're not careful. It's really cool. But it just depends on how many people are going to min-max this. If you min-max it the right way, you can just completely, um, you know, take over a specific strategy and and uh, kind of destroy the game, which is really kind of unfortunate. Hopefully, uh, they're balancing this out. Like any fighter game, they're going to be balancing the heck out of it. But it's a very interesting aspect to a uh, to a, a fighting game. We've seen this with first-person shooters. Borderlands integrated the RPG elements and the gearing elements into uh, first-person shooters the way no one else had. So this could be something that's refreshing. It could be something really great. Uh, we'll have to kind of uh, wait and see what happens. Um, I'll check it out. It's going to be interesting. Another thing that's that's uh, going to be really interesting, Watch Dogs 2. Uh, it actually leaked out earlier this week, and then they decided to reveal it. Just like Injustice, they decided, well, you know what, cat's out of the bag. Uh, we'll just go ahead and talk about it. Set in San Francisco. Uh, it's going to be uh, changing from making your own protagonist to... Uh, what is it? Like a, a specific protagonist from what I'm kind of reading of this. And it looks like more of the Assassin's Creed kind of storytelling is going to be uh, integrated into the into the game from uh, what I've been reading. First of all, the graphics on this are phenomenal if you guys are watching this right now. I am really, really looking forward to this. Watch Dogs, the first uh, game, kind of had an unfortunate release, an unfortunate timing. Uh, didn't really get the uh, backing that it should have and the kind of the hype that it should have. Um, I think this game is probably what the first game should have been when it comes to its, in, you know, just overall um, greatness and overall appeal. So, you know, sometimes you it takes a second time to actually knock it out of the park. Sometimes you do it for right the first time, like Borderlands again, Borderlands. Um, sometimes you, you know, need a second go at it. Either way, it's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, Watch Dogs is another game that I've that I have and didn't get to play. It's kind of on my backlog, but I think we all have backlogs. 
we also got uh, XCOM 2 is actually going to be coming out to console uh, in September. And I don't know how many people uh, are... I don't know how many people are are looking forward to this. I know that XCOM has a a rabid fan base, uh, (laughs) if you want to call it that. This came out uh, on PC in February, but it's coming out to uh, Xbox One and PS4 in September. I'm looking forward to it just because uh, this is it's an interesting series. This is supposed to be a better one out of the uh, out of the series. We got a couple of these in the uh, back. Sorry, the Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus recently, but this one's supposed to be really good. Again, beautiful graphics, like all the recent games are going with, um, oversaturated, but but pretty. Do you guys play uh, play that one? Because I didn't uh, play mostly on console, some PC. But uh, anyways, next news. Uh, Patrick was right, so you can go ahead and write that down on your uh, on your scorecards. Uh, the Gwent card game is actually gonna gonna happen. It's one of my predictions for E3. It happened before E3. I still think that counts. Um, Kevin, you can tell me if that doesn't count, but I think it counts. <laughs> so, one of the best parts of Witcher 3 is the um, is the Gwent card game. And being able to play this uh, anytime uh, that you want is just fantastic. I'm really happy about it because I'm hoping, I didn't see a lot about it, but I'm hoping that this is going to come out to mobile because one thing that I really love about Hearthstone is I can play it on my phone. Um, Gwent is really kind of uh, like Red Dead, if you guys played Red Dead Redemption, a lot of people would sit there and just play the uh, poker game uh, for extended periods of time. Gwent is just like that. There are a lot of people who would just jump in and play Gwent for extended, um, like Final Fantasy VII and Chocobo Racing or any of the other uh, mini games on there. It's that appealing. So, um, yeah, it's good stuff. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, Another thing that's uh, going to be coming out and I think is fantastic news is... The Destiny, uh, sorry, September twentieth, Destiny expansion. Uh, Everyone's gonna get a Galahorn, Galahorn, whatever you call it, um, rocket launcher. Um, But this is gonna actually leave all of last gen behind. Uh, If you're on Xbox three hundred and sixty or PS three, sorry guys, just wake up, upgrade. Uh, they're leaving you behind. We knew this was going to happen, um, or at least I did. There's that rocket launcher right there. Um, so, and if you pre-order, you're going to get a black one instead of the regular one. Um, okay. It's a really great um, legendary rocket launcher, but when everyone has one, is it that great? I don't know. Let me know. So, uh, and also let me know, are you guys playing Destiny still? Um to me, it's just kind of gotten to rinse and repeat. But another thing that, while it does get repetitive and kind of rinse and repeat, isn't getting old, is LEGO Dimensions uh, and the LEGO games in general. So year two has been uh, unveiled. We're going to get uh, Harry Potter, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Goonies, the A-Team, it is an 80s extravaganza. They know who to appeal to with this. They know that they should be appealing to the 80s kids, and uh, they're doing it. 
Which, if you guys are playing LEGO Dimension, Dimensions, you know they've already kind of been doing that anyway. So you've got, you know, Simpsons and Back to the Future, all kinds of amazing stuff in that game. And I'm just kind of hoping at one point that we're going to get... Um, I don't know. We're, I'm hoping we're going to get a version of this game where you don't have to buy the toys to life. I know that that kind of eliminates the purpose, uh, but I love the Lego games. Absolutely love the Lego games, but I don't want the the Lego miniatures because I have so many so many Disney miniatures right now. Um, and I love Legos. It's just it takes up a lot of space. Maybe that's just me personally, but I don't know. That's my opinion on it. But another thing that's being really hyped all all uh, E3, we're going to hear a lot about VR. And uh, they're announcing, or they've announced that uh, Volume is getting an expansion that's coming to PlayStation VR, and it's free. Um, the expansion is uh, sorry, uh, the expansion is coming for free. Um, another, I, I, I personally did not play it. Uh, Kevin did said he really really enjoyed it, but um, any more you know more and more VR they're trying to push this further and further. They're wanting this to be uh, the next thing that everyone this is how they want everyone to be playing games in the future. Or at least that's how they've been saying they've wanted people to play games in the future since the '80s. I don't know how many how if VR is going to catch on the way that they think it is. The way that we thought this would catch on was that everyone was just going to play, you know, VR games, you know, from late '90s. Everyone was, or back in the '80s, they thought VR was going to catch on, and everyone was just going to play uh, all their video games that way. But it's antisocial, and one thing that we've realized uh, when it comes to gaming in the uh, recent, uh, in the recent, I don't know, decade, maybe, maybe even the last five years. Uh, gaming has become more social than ever. Uh, you, you don't have to have just LAN parties anymore. It used to be that you'd have to actually go over to someone's house. Then there were uh, you know, MMORPGs and all of that that would connect people together. But now almost all games are, have multiplayer, or multiplayer aspect to them. So the VR part of that, um, it'll be interesting. If there's a way to integrate multiplayer with that, then I think it could really kick off. Um, but it might not, uh, unless they have some type of VR MMORPG that does it the right way, um, kind of like what Playroom, or not Playroom, uh, the the Sony Home or whatever the heck it was called on PS3. If they have a uh, some kind of launching platform where you can actually uh, jump into different games, uh, different VR games, or if they have something that uh, is essentially like Ready Player One where you have a VR platform that then bounces off to... Uh, multiple games or multiple uh, game types within that. Um, I think it would really help. I think it would be really um, interesting. I think that may be the only way to do it and make it work the right way because right now you put on a VR headset and you've um, you've completely cut yourself off uh, from everyone around you. So anyone who's there with you, they've either got to have another VR headset and you have to have more than likely another gaming rig. I mean, let's face it, this stuff is not uh, easy to process. So you got have another VR headset, another gaming rig, both of you guys sitting there playing together. Okay, maybe. A lot of people aren't going to do that. Some people will. Um, but there are a lot of people who you know want to play couch co-op or multiplayer uh, online, and it may or may not um, handle it. 
but I think that's going to be the real key. If there's a way to get VR to work with uh, MMORPGs or multiplayer, it's going to work. It really needs to keep that social aspect to everything. Uh, otherwise, it, it might just flounder. That's just my opinion on it, though. And who am I to judge? So we got some Mega Man Funko Pop uh, vinyls, which look great. I'm I'm loving the pop vinyls. I think I don't know how many of you guys are collecting these, but I love that they're pretty much launching ones for anybody and everybody that um, has whatever fandom, whatever geekdom it could be. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, another thing that was announced um, this past week, again, pre-E3, and I don't think this is that big of big of news when it comes to E3, but uh, Star Wars Battlefront uh, for Bespin, which is fantastic, and we, we, we mentioned this before. It's going to come out uh, June 21st, though, for season pass holders, two weeks later for people who don't have the season pass. If you don't have the season pass... Um, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel too bad about this, uh, considering the game again gets very repetitive. It's fun, but it's repetitive. You are going to get some some new levels. You're also going to get Lando, and who doesn't love Lando Calrissian? Probably one of my fa- one of my favorite characters in the uh, in the Star Wars universe. Just fantastic, and everyone's favorite Dengar, because that's everyone's favorite bounty hunter. How many of you guys are playing? I don't know if you guys are still playing it. Um, I jump back over to Battlefront every now and then, but without the, because there's just no story and everything, I just haven't, haven't kept up with it. I mean, it's it's a good game graphically. It's it's beautiful, but it doesn't hook me the right way. So I'm hoping that Des- that sorry, <laughs> Battlefront Two uh, will do it in a better uh, way. Uh, interesting news out of uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is uh, bailing out. Uh, sorry, Ubisoft is bailing out of uh, GameLoft, uh, which I think is a fantastic, uh, fantastic news for Ubisoft. I think it's going to be a better business choice. Um, Ubisoft makes some really bad business choices, and I'm ho- I think that's probably one of the best ones to come out uh, recently. Speaking of um, news of buyouts and such, IGN, uh, the parent company. Uh, for IGN has bought out Gawker and Gawker is the parent company for Kotaku this is huge news when it comes to gaming journalism IGN is pretty much the top dog Uh, Kotaku is probably second this is my opinion may or may not be true Um, but for that buyout to happen uh, and it happened two hours after uh, Gawker uh, announced their bankruptcy um, it's pretty interesting, but at the same time, whenever you have any type of news outlet, when it cuts, it kind of monopolizes and cuts off everything else, it's going to be really, um, kind of sad, uh, to see. It's sad to see, but it's also when you cut off that and you monopolize, um, you make it really, uh, easier to homogenize the news and to weed out things that you don't want to, um, you know, be popular. Not to say IGN would do that, um, and I know that they have you know the most gaming, uh, the journalistic integrity. I just think that it's really unfortunate. 
anytime you have multiple news sources like that, it's it's better. It's just like uh, back in the day with WWE and WCW, or when I pronounce it was WWF, uh, having the two actually having to compete was better for business. And uh, anytime you see this um, kind of news, it's usually bad for business. We're also getting um, Halo Wars 2. Beta is going to start um, during the Microsoft conference and last for a week. Um, I think I'm, I'm glad the beta is coming out. I think there needs to be more strategy games. One of my favorite game types growing up were actually uh, were actually strategy games. And Halo's a great you know a great setting for this. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it'll kind of you know kick off maybe it'll revitalize the strategy games maybe that's maybe that's just me but i'd like to see a return to good strategy games i think starcraft 2 was decent it wasn't near as good as starcraft 1 um i think that it's a it's a genre that i think uh, is lacking um and i would love i'd love to see that genre not only come back but i'd love to see uh it be revitalized somehow uh on consoles because so many people are playing on consoles now uh i i don't mind playing on pc i just think it would help um video game video gamers in general and everything um so one thing we like to <laughs> kind of wrapping up uh this week's news uh, we like to give you a uh, we like to give you some weird news at the end, and uh, I think we got something interesting this week. Let me find it. I had everything else queued up. I can't find my picture. Do I have my picture? Yeah. So, spoilers. <laughs> so uh, there was a. <laughs> vagina game uh that was going to be out uh on um on google play uh and apparently the app store uh sorry <laughs> <coughs> sorry it was com coming out on apple and basically uh, apple has decided to tell them you need to change everything about this game uh completely it's another uh example of uh, Apple controlling what goes on their, um, sorry, what goes on their platforms. But this one, I mean, yeah, I, I get uh, how they, um, you know, we're trying to control this because this is this isn't something, this is something that's a very uh, intimate subject, if you will. Um, basically, it was a touch game on a tablet that you could touch a vagina. So I can see how that's uh, that's inappropriate. I don't even know. I don't know if you. I guess there can be goals in that. Certain goals for completion. But still, uh, I can see how they want to uh, to censor this. It's, it's not really something that. Um, I don't know. It's not really something that uh, that I, I see a reason to have, but. It is an uh, example of Apple censoring everything and anything that they get their hands on. Uh, in this case, I don't know. Uh, do you think that they should be able to censor this? If it's rated mature, uh, would they be, or are they right to censor it? Um, if there's a way to for age verification or something like that, um, should they keep that kind of stuff off of uh, off of their platforms? I don't know. 
to me, I don't think there should be a way to... I, I think there should be a way for age verification, and you should be able to play whatever game that you want. Um, that's kind of the end of the, the news that we've had. I don't know what you guys... What are you guys uh, looking forward to at, uh, at E3 the most? I saw some people talking about uh, Bethesda. Um kind of watching the the chat here um one thing that i'm hoping that i didn't get to put in my predictions but one thing i'm hoping is that the friday the 13th game gets some airtime we've seen some alpha footage of this but i'm really hoping that uh that we get some airtime with this because it's um yeah it's it's amazing uh, asymmetrical gameplay where you're playing a camp counselor or jason and uh you know different objectives or objectives if you're a camp counselor if you're jason you just kill everybody so someone in there said uh fallout new vegas 2 um <laughs> i would i would i'd play that i wouldn't mind that at all uh fallout 4 sucked i wouldn't say it sucked uh, who else? Let's see, uh, NHL 17 gameplay. Um, I think it's gonna happen. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get NHL uh, gameplay. We're gonna get NBA gameplay. Uh, one of my predictions, if you guys saw it on our YouTube channel, if you haven't checked it out, we're Twiatch on YouTube. Um, one of the things that we predicted was, or I predicted, 15 minutes of sports during the EA conference. So you can check that out if you want. Go check. Uh, we've got an E3 prediction uh, video on YouTube. Check it out after the stream, obviously, because you don't want to leave uh, yet because we're talking about fun stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, Twiatch on YouTube. Uh, one of my predictions was 15 minutes of, of uh, sports. So uh, let's see, KOTOR. Let's see. Yeah, someone mentioned Kotor uh, being their last uh, favorite Star Wars game. Yeah, I can I can completely see that. Um, Wolfenstein. So, uh, let's see, uh, Owen said Wolfenstein. I think that Wolf they're going to have a sequel to Wolfenstein this this year. I didn't put it in my predictions, but I would not would not uh, put it past them. But um, yeah. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and go check us out on on uh, on YouTube, uh, Twiatch on YouTube. We've got my our, our uh, E3 predictions. You'll see Kevin and I went through all of uh, what we think is going to happen at E3. Uh, we'll also be doing a wrap up uh, every evening if if I can uh, do a wrap up every single evening uh, for. Uh, for what happened during that uh, that day at E3. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think uh, in the comments. Go check us out on YouTube as well, and uh, we'll archive this on YouTube so you guys can watch me flounder later on. See you guys later.